0: Welcome to Be Positive, the podcast where we are positive about B-films. I'm Fraser. My name's Louie. And like I said, we're B-positive. <laughs> uh,
1: that's exactly who we are and what we are and what we do. We uh, look at B-films as if they were art films. You know, or no. we, we appreciate B-films for the artworks that they are.
0: That's true. And very poetic. Yeah, that was better than the first thing I said. It might, ha- it may have been.
1: I have sort of slight flashes of being articulate and then it just goes away again.
0: That's fine. I think that's just called conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, today's film is Boba Tip.
1: Oh, man. What a movie. Yeah. i got to tell you. A really good movie. A, a really, really fun...
0: Solid movie. Yeah. Bruce Campbell does a phenomenal performance as elvis presley
1: maybe like yeah one of the best
0: elvises i've seen on film yet yeah actually um i was wondering uh, did he have a history of an as an elvis impersonated before this film? i don't think so because hot damn
1: yeah he does it really well
0: yeah. um yeah brilliant performance from bruce campbell i was fully convinced i was watching uh historical elvis documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Right.
1: Um, <laughs> you know what, that's actually something The other really good Elvis Is Jack White in um, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story Oh yeah um, And I would love to see, because there was A sequel planned for Baba Hotep
0: Oh uh, yeah, Baba Nosferatu <laughs> Yeah
1: what was the, the King vs. She Vampires Or something like that
0: Yeah, here's the title, Baba Nosferatu The Curse of the She Vampires
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it was that was going to be set in like the sixties or seventies.
0: Yeah, it was sort of like a prequel, kind of
1: thing. Yeah, Jack White would be awesome. Oh, in yeah, that. that's true. That's because true.
0: Bruce Campbell is now a little too old. Strange bit of trivia about that sequel that they actually plug in the credits. It was never actually planned to be a sequel. It was just a joke. Yeah, and then people were like, "Hey, where's that? Uh, where's where's s- that Bubba Nosferatu?" Yeah, I want to see it. And the director and Bruce Campbell had, like, a falling out or something. But they're still friends. I don't know how these things work. But we're never going to get that movie.
1: Yeah. That's fine, though. I'm fine with just
0: having Bubble Hotep in my life. Yeah. It it gives it a special something being a standalone film. Mm. Shall we we do a quick synopsis of the film? I'm going to let you handle this one.
1: Yeah. So, in a nutshell, this movie is about... An Elvis, who never died, in a nursing home, and he and Black JFK take on a cowboy mummy. That's the long and the short of it.
0: Yeah, I guess that sums it up pretty well. Yeah, it's quite dense, but I think we'll unpack it. If you can't describe a concept in a very sim- a simple way, then you don't understand well enough, and I feel like you do understand this yeah. film.
1: I've, um, you know what I've really gotten to the, the metaphysical heart hmm. of this
0: film. The metaphysical lung,
1: perhaps? <laughs> An iron lung? An iron lung. So there are some really, really interesting things to talk about when it comes to this film. I think, firstly, we should perhaps think about the idea of identity and how that's addressed in Bubble
0: I feel like they handle it well because there is this at at the start of the film. You are wondering: Is this actually Elvis? Is this just an Elvis impersonator uh, who is just frankly too obsessed with with Elvis? And then you meet John F. Kennedy, essentially, and you also never really find out whether he actually is John F. A- John F. Kennedy or not. Yeah. but, Yeah, I don't think for this film, I don't think that matters.
1: Yeah, it's actually quite postmodern of the film, in the way that it kind of plays with these questions of identity, but also not giving any more importance to the one side or the other. You know, Elvis could be either the Elvis Presley or Sebastian Half, the Elvis impersonator, but in the end, that's not really um, important.
0: Yeah, it's just coincidental to the story itself.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, in this universe, um, Elvis never died. He simply grew tired of the spotlight and um, traded his life for an Elvis impersonator's life. And it was the impersonator who died on the toilet. It wasn't Elvis. Did he actually die on the toilet?
0: Elvis, yeah. For real? Yeah. Because I always picture him sitting on the toilet with uh, what, what is it, peanut butter with and banana, banana sandwich, sandwich. Yeah. which I now want to try. Um, I've never had it, but yeah, I just imagine him sitting there with like a deep fried peanut butter and banana sandwich yeah. dead on a toilet.
1: Yeah. I think that's pretty much how he died.
0: I don't know if he actually literally had a sandwich in his, I mean, life. that would be pretty rock and roll, but like, I don't know, someone who eats a lot. Rock and roll.
1: So I think that's also quite interesting that the impersonator becomes the real Elvis and the real Elvis becomes the impersonator. Yeah. Um, so there's a sort of fluidity to identity in this thing.
0: It's a common theme in like um, films about classic rock stars and stuff is that mm-hmm. they feel they lose a touch with their identity and then they f- actually do start to feel like they're just impersonating themselves on their shows because they're always touring. Yeah. It actually comes through quite subtly in this film. Just because of the identity uh, issue not being paramount yeah. to the whole thing.
1: And then, of course, there is Jack, who is an elderly black man who says he is JFK, who was saved, died black, and a piece of his brain was replaced with a, a sandbag. bag of sand. A bag of sand.
0: I'm thinking on sand here. <laughs>
1: And there's a wonderful part where Elvis, in his narration, while as they're walking down the hall, he says, "This Jack guy is nuts. Well, maybe I'm
0: nuts too. Well, what does it matter? We're on an adventure." That's nice because at the st- at the start of the film, there's a lot of they're building up the struggle with Elvis's mm. identity, with him like, okay, he starts off bedridden for the first like twenty, thirty minutes of the film and time's just sort of flying him by his nurse comes in and the, and she and the daughter of his roommates just start having this conversation with him and he describes the, his life and uh, what actually happened and they laugh at him and walk away there's like this whole thing of no one's believing him and then he's all also all depressed about that and at, in the end when he has this adventure he learns to accept himself as just him you yeah know?
1: Absolutely. And he also you know, at first he doesn't believe that Jack is JFK. True. Then in the end he's like completely invested in this, even though he knows it is probably not factually true. Yeah. He chooses to believe it in order to validate um Jackie.
0: Yeah, that's true. And Jack. They do become fast friends.
1: Yeah. And you know that theme also kind of goes deeper even just then with their identity there's a constant sort of confusion between dreams and reality and delusions
0: elvis's waking life does come across as extremely surreal and dreamlike Mm. sort of people flashing by and sped up stop motion being used to as a metaphor of time just sort of passing by without any purpose or direction you know and he doesn't actually get out of bed during this whole time, which also, you know, he's probably very depressed. He's got uh, a growth. Yes. He's, which is uh, also a key part of the film.
1: Yeah, a lot of time um, in this film is speaking about very, I don't really know how to say this, not like disgusting, but everyday sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, stuff to do with function the function with the thing. body
1: and its functions. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he speaks a lot about his impotence, um, how like he he used to get the best erections.
0: Oh yeah. Um, um He hasn't had one for two presidential elections, elections now or yeah. something, which is <laughs> hilarious.
1: Um he speaks about shit a lot, about eating, True. um and about the growth on the tip of his penis.
0: Yeah, I've, I believe it may be important to him. Yeah, um, he is thinking about it a lot.
1: So that's interesting. He he, he kind of juxtaposes in his narration these sort of lofty abstractions about who he is and and where he fits in in the universe with these like low down everyday pieces of commentary.
0: Yeah, his verbal communication is very is very like crass yeah but the what's going on in his head you know he's really thinking about life and like where he fits in and how it all happened the following message has been approved by zolo maxiloft are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Try new Zolo Maxiloft. Zolo Maxiloft, the drug with a million side effects, may have just the side effect that cures whatever's troubling you. Zolo Maxiloft, in stores nationwide. Get it today while it's hot. Which leads me to uh, the ult- one of the alternate titles that oh, yeah. I thought up of uh, for this form. Is the one This one would be Elvis A retrospective <laughs> If you just take Baba Hotep uh, the, the mummy out of it Then it's just Elvis You know what a It retrospective. could
1: actually have been A really solid movie Without the mummy
0: Yeah Sort of a dramedy Yeah Of these two old men Going on this uh. adventure If they hadn't Put the, the mummy in it At all Just played it the way it was Yeah It would have probably You know won some big awards and yeah
1: stuff. it would have it definitely would have won at least like critics choice at at um sundance
0: yeah this was a solid performance by both uh bruce campbell and rc davis jr very very good acting is,
1: is it rc davis jr
0: now i'm not gonna answer that until the internet tells you because um i just i don't speculate ever I mean, not even on this film. Everything I'm saying is a fact.
1: Everything is Every fact. single
0: word. Facts. I don't think he's junior, dude. I feel um, real bad. <laughs> I apologize. Shit, sorry, where were we? We were just talking about the film being good. Just a good film. Oh, without... yeah, without The Mummy. Yeah. That
1: yeah, would have yeah. been real
0: good. It would have been. It would have been a beautiful thing, and more people would have watched it. Although, you know what? As, as a piece of B-horror cinema this is quite legendary. It does add a little bit of weight to the genre mm. overall. Because this is good filmmaking. It was done on a low budget. Yeah. The monster, I mean, Baba Hotep, the costume design, it's alright. You know, the monster, the makeup itself is terrible.
1: Yeah, it's not it's the real best. Cheap.
0: Um, And they always just, like, show him in the darkness.
1: Yeah. A lot of scenes where I, like,
0: Basically couldn't even see anything. Um, yeah. But that's fine. And also he had the power to short out electrical lights.
1: Yeah. And also to set up like spinning strobe lights at the back of him to confuse.
0: I thought that was just standard old age home stuff. You know. Yeah. To
1: have sort of a waist level rotating light.
0: Yeah. It's to keep them on their toes. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, they might get complacent. It's important. It is important to keep the elderly... Stimulated. In, stimulated and in danger constantly. Okay. I'm going to get attacked for saying that. <laughs> so here's something I was wondering. Yeah. Could this be a legitimate conspiracy theory about what happened to Elvis? I'm Except, I mean, you take out Baba Hotep now. Yeah, of
1: course, of course. Um, I'm almost 100% sure that that is definitely a theory someone has put forward
0: all right because man i'd believe it
1: i know yeah and i mean there are a lot of people who believe like tupac is still alive Elvis is still alive
0: um no dude tupac would be like angry if he were alive now yeah i mean he'd he would be, be doing something. making
1: music yeah yeah he's not the kind of guy to just chill on an island
0: yeah um Elvis the on
1: the other hand
0: definitely exactly chilling the on an kind island
1: guy who would just chill on an island
0: um and i' I sort of see myself as a bit more of the Elvis type because I also would have chilled chilled yeah. out on an island um, <laughs> so what was up with the old woman who went around at night sneaking around and stealing she stole the glasses off uh this little old lady stuck in an iron lung and was like laughing at it and and stuff I feel like that sort of uh, that petty malice is something that could be attributed to um, feelings of being oppressed because sometimes in a large oppression situation the actual oppressed start picking on one another to feel that power it's like bullying tactics
1: it's um it's kind of a Fanonian uh, theory. You know, sure. that this sort of, the hierarchy of power pushes down. And eventually, if it has nowhere to go, it erupts in the community itself. Um, so this little, little lady, little old lady. Little old lady. she steals, lady. Um, she steals a tin of chocolates uh, off the little
0: gift trolley. And this turns out to be a bad idea for her, yeah, that gift trolley sort of looked like a Christmas tree to me, yeah, maybe I'm just seeing what I want to see.
1: I think there was like a vase with with flowers in and like presents stacked around
0: it. Is that not a Christmas tree?
1: It's essentially a Christmas tree
0: I mean, what is a Christmas tree? a tree okay, rather I get that. than
1: some flowers in a vase but you know.
0: what is a tree, then, if it's not a stick with some plant stuff attached to the end?
1: I think that's exactly the scientific definition of tree. <laughs> I think <laughs>
0: you Verbatim. nailed it. Yeah, I got that off Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, she steals she steals the chocolates, and then Bubba Hotep comes for it.
0: Well, first... Uh, a scarab comes for her Yeah A very cute and like mischievous little fellow um, Tiny head Which doesn't make sense at all I thought the scarab's head was the pincer part
1: Yeah I think it is I think that thing coming out of its head is A sort of Suction tongue? But it had little like,
0: eyes and a little mouth And was like talking at you
1: Could it be like the Alien from aliens
0: it's got a head inside its It's head xenomorph yeah it's like a
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah something like that
0: that is insane uh i like that and i'm now officially going to forever see that as canon
1: i think it is canon now
0: yeah now that we've said it yeah i mean you know us always (laughs) talking the facts
1: and so this little old lady she gets just wrecked by the scarab, she's flailing at it. She falls down on the floor. Yeah, her hand is all messed up. Yeah, it gets a big old gash in her hand. It's
0: not, a, she's not having a good time.
1: And then, uh, we see for the very first time, Bubba himself. Well, we kind of see him. We kind, we see the back of him. We see him in silhouette.
0: Yeah, and he, am I right? He's got the strobe lights.
1: The strobe lights are present.
0: How did he get to set that up without her noticing? I'm not sure. Is he that
1: must what have, the, Scarab that's, that's what the scarabs, scarabs do? That's right, what the scarabs distract, do. All right, just distract. Okay. We All were right. wondering what the scarabs do. I think we've figured it out.
0: Yeah, I thought maybe they were like his little heralds or his minions. I guess, but they don't do much. They scuttle. They scuttle.
1: I yeah. don't do scuttle. They fly. Sometimes they kind of...
0: Fly at your face. I don't feel
1: like they help, though.
0: Maybe maybe the two things are unrelated. <laughs> maybe that uh rest home just has a scarab issue
1: a, you, a, a giant scarab infest, uh, infestation as well as a, a mummy problem
0: as well as yeah the you know just because two occurrences correlate doesn't mean that they are connected that's true science
1: <laughs> and then bubba proceeds to suck her soul out maybe you'd like to
0: just tell us how he does how, it.
1: how that happens
0: well, what he does, and we we find this off, uh, we find this out from Jack, actually, Mister. Yeah,
1: Jack's been studying up his
0: yeah his... ancient Egyptian witchcraft. Yeah, through his what's that book called? The uh, the everyday every man or every woman's book of the soul. The the
1: everyday the everyday man or woman's book of the soul. All right. Strange title.
0: Yeah, strange book. So, what he discovers is that this entity, Amenhotep, commonly referred to as Baba-hotep in the film, actually is cursed and needs to suck souls from the living. And the way he does this is he bends them over, locks lips with their bunghole, and just gets a sucking. And the soul comes out, because you can get that from any major orifice in the body. That's where my question comes in. Yes. If he can use any
1: orifice to suck the soul out of, why does he choose to go
0: for the the least revealed orifice? Here's where I'm going to drop you some uh, straight-up history facts. Uh-huh. Okay. Amenhotep, the pharaoh that tip is based on, yeah. was a notorious uh, felcher. Really? He loved to felch.
1: Um... But in the movies, movie they say that, like that he wasn't an important person.
0: I think that Amenhotep was, um, at least in the underground swinger culture, he <laughs> oh, was yeah. definitely related to uh, Tut. I actually think he was Tutankhamen's father, in actual history, Amenhotep.
1: <sighs> this actual history stuff is confusing me. Um. So. Okay, so I'm going to take a little um, leap here. I'm going to put on my psychoanalysis pants. Okay. I'm going to light up my big old Sigmund Freud pipe. Uh, Gotcha. And I'm going to talk about Bubba's anal fixation. Ooh. Okay, so clearly as a child, Bubba did not um, develop... Completely Or properly
0: Yes, I He's believe He uh, didn't complete What you're getting at Is he didn't complete His uh, anal phase
1: Exactly
0: Of development
1: Exactly He's still stuck In that anal phase He's got an obsession With With the fecal
0: Do you think He played with his anus Too much Or too little This is This is a Proper Freud dis- Discussion By the way
1: Oh yeah um, I think You know what He was probably Forced to be ashamed of his of his anus and of his poops,
0: hmm, interesting and now he just just loves that ass. he loves sucking on anus because it somehow represents him taking control yeah of uh his own anus, yeah, he's breaking that
1: taboo, he's kind of lashing out of his repression,
0: Man, It just gives uh, you goosebumps to think that this poor poor mummy was actually just dealing with some serious problems. And he um, could have gone for psychotherapy for that sort of issue. He didn't. Yeah.
1: You know what? If he just had the proper
0: help. It's a shame. Um, for him. It's great for us because it leads us with a movie. Exactly. Um, do you think
1: his, his Western wardrobe reflects also a sort of childishness?
0: It could be. I mean, if we're discussing him as a psychological sort of guy. Why wouldn't we? um, Because I saw it more as a metaphor for America's obsession with the monster, uh, Uh uh, with the mummy as a a movie monster. You know, the classical horror movies. Yeah. You had your Dracula, you had your Frankenstein, which, you know, that's not what he's called. Uh, You've got the mummy and you've got the wolfman. And those monsters... do any of them originate in the united states none of them actually they're all like european or i guess maybe wolfman wolfman is no i mean okay i get it you get skinwalkers not fleshwalkers that's that's something Uh, else uh you get skinwalkers in in like the navajo tradition but wolfman is a werewolf it's not a skinwalker
1: yeah and that's Um,
0: Part of the, like, mass hysteria with witches and... But anyway, so what I'm saying is that America is essentially obsessed with other cultures' monsters. Yeah. They don't have... Or at least they're not using their indigenous cultural constructs.
1: Yeah. It's a lot like um, Neil Gaiman's American Gods. I don't know if you've read that.
0: I haven't read it, but
1: I've heard good things. It's real good. It's almost something along those lines these kind of mythical imports yes that then then become american yes like deeply american tied to
0: their cultural roots yeah to their very identity see i'm bringing full circle back Dude, to identity we're just
1: gonna keep picking that
0: up man yeah man it's, it's everywhere in this out. film
1: i mean the mummy is also a bit of a coward
0: yes i would say he um, only goes after the sleeping right
1: yeah he only goes after you when you're sleeping and he only goes for the elderly even though they have less uh soul juice to suck on
0: small souls which is definitely a discrimination act of discrimination against the elderly
1: yeah absolutely but so he's kind of preying on the very weakest because he knows that it's the easiest thing to do.
0: Yeah. And he goes for them when they're sleeping. He actually actively avoids them when they've woken up.
1: Yeah. I mean, he runs away from Kimasabi who's firing
0: off fake guns. Yeah, little plastic toy pistols. Which is, you know, that's a very heroic moment. At least that's in That's a his great mind. scene. It's very tragic.
1: What I, read, I wrote down here, fake guns, real fight. Yeah, because he
0: essentially, I don't think he knows the difference at that point. He's yeah, like, absolutely. He's far gone a bit. And I believe that, because he dies, he his heart ruptures uh, while he's doing this. Goes out in a blaze of glory. And I believe that he went to Valhalla. He did die in combat. Just yeah. not actual combat, but he thought it was combat.
1: See, again, there we pick up that theme of like, what's real and what's fake doesn't really matter, it's it's all real.
0: Yeah, if it's happening to you, for you, it's that's reality. Yeah. So that bit where the nurse is having a smoke outside mm-hmm. at night, and it's probably quite late at night, and she sees some like sparks and whatever, and then her boss comes to stop her from investigating. Oh yeah,
1: she sees uh, the lights going crazy in the,
0: in the gardener's shed. And then her boss comes to her, and he's like, yeah, it's time for the enema in room so-and-so uh, to be administered. And I just thought that's a strange time for an enema.
1: <laughs> I think they had this script written and then they didn't realize that there's a little bit of discrepancy between setting it at midnight and having the nurse still doing enemas.
0: Yeah, um, um, yeah. It's a weird time for an enema. But what would an appropriate time for an enema be? I'd say like Early morning, with All your right. coffee, coffee and an enema. Yeah, it's sort of to uh, kickstart your day.
1: Yeah, just give you that extra um,
0: zip that you need. Zippy zesty old people, fresh, freshly enemaed. Midnight enema party.
1: Um, that's gonna be your first film's name.
0: Midnight enema party. Yeah. Um, you assume I haven't already made this film. <laughs> Trademark.
1: So like throughout this as. Jack and Elvis start taking on this threat. They both become more and more alive,
0: more vivacious. Oh yes. Um I mean at the start of the film like I've said, Elvis was bedridden and after this adventure starts, he's like motoring around. He's like climbing down hills and stuff. Yeah, with a walker. Like I would have fell if I had to attempt that sort of stunt. Yeah. So
1: it's you know, it's this narrative that kind of gives his life purpose again. That mm. gives him
0: that pep. Gets him going again. And you see it in some of the other patients as well. I mean, Kimo Sabe, the the cowboy guy, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's also, he's just sitting there with his guns and whatever. But then, right before his death, he goes out fighting. He, like, sees someone getting uh, their soul feltched out. And he's like, asshole, and he starts shooting his little guns. And, you know, that sort of chases um, the mummy off. And he really, he's um, rising up against at least some of his oppressors. Yeah.
1: You know, the the monster that's out to kill him. Yeah. His mortality, I
0: guess. Essentially. And, I mean, he dies, but you get the sense that he died a good death. Yeah. If something like that even exists. It's it's strange because um, with Elvis and John F. Kennedy's rise up against this oppressor, it sort of splashes out a little bit among the rest of their uh, cohort. Yeah. It's nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is nice. It's quite interesting in the end, before they finally really go for Bubba, you know, when they get their stuff ready, and Elvis says... Um, it's time for me to be what I've always fantasized about being a hero and he talks about how in the movies he always portrayed these heroic young men oh yeah always the good guy a stand-up guy but he in reality was just lazy and you know drug addicted and whatever and womanizing so in this case again the fictional aspect of his life is serving as a very real advantage.
0: Yeah. He sort of, at the end of his life, resolves his perception of his ideal self with who he actually is. He brings those two images together. Let's talk about when Elvis got down the hill on that walker in that like, very yeah. intense scene. Yeah. He's like standing by the water and he's like, where did it come from? What is it? where am i you know he's just like asking questions quick fire questions that the audience is wondering this whole like expositional onslaught and mere seconds later he's having a conversation with uh jfk in the next scene and all of those questions just get answered just like in a single sentence (laughs) just sorting out the whole plot just have to get that out of the way which um, is nice. I feel more B-movies need to do that. Just have like a, a moment of... Okay, guys. We know the script's a little bit of a mess. <laughs> Let's tie up all these loose ends. Get it done with. And then we'll finish it. Yeah. Everyone's happy.
1: Look, guys, this is what it is. <laughs> we are literally gonna have Elvis and Black JFK hunt a cowboy mummy.
0: Yeah. Strap in. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, if you put it that way, then... Hectic. <laughs> um... Another little
1: kind of postmodern aspect that I enjoyed was when they find um the hieroglyphics that Bubba had written <sighs> in the bathroom stall. Yeah. So I mean this was this takes place in the part of the movie where you would usually expect sort of the clues to be coming out.
0: Yeah, where you want to actually feel like they now their investigation has gotten traction. Yeah, exactly. And you would expect
1: the hieroglyphics that an undead uh, mummy scrolls on a wall to be of some significance.
0: Yeah, sort of like the location of his hideout or something like that. Or his
1: purpose or his anything. Yeah. But what he writes instead is, Pharaoh sucks donkey goobers. goobers. Cleopatra does the nasty. Yeah, so it's (laughs) essentially
0: just random... Bathroom stole graffiti like, filthy graffiti
1: He is a fucking child He's, he's so childish
0: yeah. He actually You know what I just thought of this Baba mm. Hotep Even though he is The ancient one In this film Right The oldest thing In the film He is representative Of the youth culture Leaving the old people behind Forgetting about Their yeah. geriatric brethren You know he's,
1: um, he's the most Immature character Yeah Because he can't let go Of life yeah that's really his most immature features the fact that he can't just
0: move on yeah
1: like Elvis does
0: in the end yeah Elvis does Elvis dies in the end
1: spoilers spoiler alert it's a little late with that
0: yeah Uh, I'm sorry you should have watched the film already I mean why haven't you watched the film again okay I don't
1: think we need to last time we attacked the audience I'm sorry on about
0: I also re-apologize to Macaulay Culkin
1: yes i'm so sorry Macaulay.
0: anyway one of the one of the themes i picked up on not only with the loss of well it actually fits quite nicely into the loss of identity is also because elvis has a growth on his penis potentially cancerous um according to him he is sort of dealing with a physical representation of his emasculation by age you know he's impotent and he has been yeah. for a long time but now his penis is sort of literally rotting off of his body no,
1: okay <laughs> not literally
0: <laughs> well it's got pus in it I don't know it's yeah it's, it's gross. real gross
1: not that we I mean we don't ever see it
0: yeah no no I mean just the just them talking about it so much <laughs> it's very graphic
1: yeah it is
0: but anyway yeah so like a representation just pointing out that yeah you know, he's totally emasculated by age and also where in that scene where that uh, younger woman just bends over in front of him and he gets to look up her skirt, he's also talking about how she sees him as so non-threatening. He's essentially just like a house cat in the room.
1: Yeah. It's quite interesting that he, like, once he gets his masculinity back, you know, he doesn't kind of try and go for the sexual. Yeah, the no. Other
0: just the adventure. The adventure, yeah. yeah. So fills him with vigor. And now for a word from our latest sponsor. Are you feeling sad and lonely? Have you tried day drinking? Day drinking may improve cognitive and temporal dissonance, may also lead to the ostracizing of family members and friends. Try day drinking today for a more depressing life. So I've got another alternate movie title Oh yeah? The Ancient, The Old, and Elvis
1: <laughs> um, That's also good What about Elvis and Black JFK, Hunter Cowboy Mummy?
0: I, th- I feel like that title would have to be uh, Have a subheading of spoilers
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: and then Too Late <laughs> <laughs> Too Late, sub-subtitle
1: what about King versus King?
0: The King versus another King's cousin. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. With the character that Ossie Davis plays um, of JFK, mm-hmm. I feel like there's real potential for him being the real John F. Kennedy because he's got serious money. He's living the most luxurious life out of all of the inmates no uh residents residents at the <laughs> rest home and he's got like a four-poster bed he's got a little diorama of the JFK assassination oh God, of
1: Dealey Plaza
0: which is weird uh and he's got pictures on the wall of JFK's wife and all that and his clothing and, uh, is like sweet yeah
1: and he also has uh like Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby's mugshots up on the wall
0: yeah but he is yeah. thinking with sand
1: He is thinking with sand So who knows um, Man, yeah, that's really interesting because It would take a lot more than just a dye job To transform JFK into Ozzy Davis
0: But it's like um, Revitiligo In, <laughs> in Boondocks um, Have you seen Boondocks? The, the, the animated Yeah, series. the American anime I've style I've seen some of it um, so there's this character called Uncle Ruckus, who says that he used to be a white man, yeah. But he has a dese- uh, like a degenerative disorder where he's turning into a black man, and he s- calls it re-Vitiligo. It's like <laughs> what Michael Jackson had, but, but in reverse.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and he just he sticks with that story throughout <laughs> the whole film. Uh, well, sure, and um, I mean maybe. Maybe that's just what the government used on John F. Kennedy. They gave him Reeve <laughs> Yeah,
1: in the end, um it doesn't matter whether or not he is JFK. Yeah, true. As li- because he you know, he still acts like JFK. He's heroic, he's upstanding. Um
0: falls asleep in a chair. Falls asleep in a chair. May all classic of these ex- JFK. Classic JFK. Um has a drawer full of uh Babe Ruth Baby Ruth Baby Ruth uh, Like chocolate bars Which also um, JFK was known for that Yeah I'm just gonna say it I am an official JFK historian that's,
1: that's an alternative
0: fact I'm an alternative JFK historian
1: <laughs> Man there are already so many of those
0: Yeah that's true It's a real big uh, conspiracy theory actually Point of contention Yeah
1: um, I think, I think LBJ killed JFK. LBJ got the CIA to kill JFK.
0: It has to be true. So many, uh, anagrams? Acronyms?
1: Acronome.
0: Acronomicon.
1: Acronomicon.
0: That's, that's what my, we're dealing with.
1: That's my metal band's name. <laughs>
0: uh, all the lyrics are acronyms
1: man that's that's just about what i have to say about Bubba hotep um
0: i've got a little bit more
1: yeah throw throw it on me
0: okay so i'll do a, i'll do a speed round <laughs> okay so in the scene where uh, elvis and jack are preparing to fight baba hotep, we find out that elvis is really good at lock picking which suggests that he has <laughs> a lot high lock picking stat. right uh-huh. then jfk i mean jack he, out of the every everyday man or woman's book of the soul, or whatever the title of that yeah. book is, he pulls out spells and is like, I've got some magic words for us, which suggests <laughs> that he is a 12th level uh, warlock. And then also, Elvis has a patch, has a, a bag around his neck a, a little medicine bag. Yeah. Essentially alluding to the fact that Elvis is a shaman. Um, he doesn't use a lot of the magic, though, so I would suggest that he's a low-level shaman, maybe level mm-hmm. 3. And he's really counting on Jack to be the bruiser in this dungeon crawl that they are doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baba Hotep uh, does come out at night in a very angry fashion. Mm-hmm. He's not very happy. And he's probably very hungry, which suggests that he suffers from the common affliction of being hangry. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Um. I was also wondering, could Elvis actually do karate?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: was he an actual Elvis was a karate? Big
1: karate aficionado? Karateka. Um. Didn't you want to talk about those morticians?
0: Yes, the, the coroner guys. So everyone would have noticed if they ho- had watched the film, but the coroners. Are these two like younger guys uh-huh. they sort of get rid of the old people's uh, bodies when after they die in the rest home and there's a very would it be like a a vaudevillian yeah sort of element to it with the straight man and the banana yeah absolutely the one guy keeps trying to make a point about life being fleeting and each of his scenes he's like what kind of life did this old guy have or you know what I was thinking? He gets the, He gets interrupted every time, though. Yeah. By the other guy being like, "Oh, that's stupid," you know.
1: Yeah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Just get the damn body to the morgue.
0: Yeah, and it like it's interesting. It's it's almost very existential in a way.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a lot like a sort of a Beckett um, twist to it. These two guys, kind of unequipped to contemplate their existences, but still giving it a bash yeah Um, oh and also falling falling over a low wall while carrying the corpse
0: yeah towing it into the bushes with them yeah going for a tussle in the weeds so another quick theme that i actually picked up on with the final battle against baba Hotep. after Elvis initially sets him on fire and baba falls down seems seemingly dead he gets back up again which just I see that as a theme of, you know, keep on getting back up. You know, life's problems rarely disappear on the first, first swing you take at them. Yeah.
1: Many times you're going to have to set something on fire twice.
0: Yeah. Especially if you only got the torso initially. You need you full, full body, body dosage. Yeah, yeah. Emulation. All up in that. And then just my last thing that I want, I want mm-hmm. to say about Baba Tip is in the credits, right? When credits start to roll. It's all, you know, it's uh, Don Coscarelli, the mm-hmm, director, mm-hmm. goes on. When it gets to the cast, it says, The Players, yeah. and then rolls down from uh, Brees Campbell, which is, it's a nice touch. It's a nice... It's a little old school. It's another uh, nod to that sort of, you know, slapstick, yeah, affordable just, type.
1: Yeah, the kind of, the fun of it. The performance of it.
0: So then... I believe it's time for ratings.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, I want
0: you to rate this film out of uh 362. That's the number we're going with.
1: Okay, so that's a year minus a weekend. Yes. Okay. Um I would I would rate this film <laughs> um one no. I would give it 220 out of
0: 362. That's a good score, 220, which works out to a percentage of that number. Um <laughs> it sounds it sounds high. It's like uh it's probably just over 60%. Okay. That's uh that's a pretty good score. Yeah. Why would you Said didn't get 100% of 362.
1: Because I feel like I haven't achieved much with my life, and for that reason, I need to put others' efforts down.
0: Oh, right. Well, you know, fair enough. I can't fault you on that. I would rate this film out of 362. As it is now my f- new favorite Bruce Campbell film, I would rate it 260.
1: That's a good rating.
0: Yeah. 100 pips off the 100% score, which I feel is... uh, It's it's apt. It's good,
1: because, you know, the monster does look a little shitty.
0: Yeah, the monster's not great. I mean, it's still a B-film.
1: It is. You know what? And for a B-film, it looks spectacular.
0: Yeah, that's true. Did you know that there's a game... On the Baba Baba Hotep website, I did not know that. Where you like throw uh, forks at, <laughs> at the scarers? Uh, yeah, you try and peg them on the wall.
1: that Sounds like fun. Stay Stay tuned for our audio
0: let's play of Baba Hotel. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be a short one. The game it does not have staying power. Uh,
1: start game. Oh wow, this is. Oh shit.
0: You know, from watching this, I was like, is there more is to it? Oh, were there more scabs than I had initially thought? But
1: no. Um, no, is this it? This is yeah, the this fight. is the
0: whole game. Uh, it's gonna finish soon. You've got five forks left.
1: Oh, okay, my forks are actually. I thought they were an infinite resource.
0: No, dude. No resources are infinite.
1: High score.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, I've done a lot of this, and the leaderboard does not work. So.
1: Okay, but I think I'm first.
0: Yeah, sure. Shit. <laughs> sure. You got eight eight kills. I got on my first try. I got one one scarab. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tra- tracking was terrible.
1: That was our <laughs> our Let's Play audio Let's Play of stab the scarab.
0: Yeah. And um, we'll see you soon with another be, be positive. Yeah, let's do it. You stay scary. Be positive. Be positive.
1: Yogurt. Yogurt. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get a loose little
0: catchphrase thing. You just there. like playing it up. Yeah. Alrighty. Spook
1: spooktastic. Get spooky with
0: it. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. I like it. We'll, we'll
1: keep it. get spooky with it.
0: episode provided by mystery mammal check them out on their soundcloud page until next time stay positive